Hello everyone and welcome to Make Me a Gamer. I'm your host T-Man and with me is... It's your boy, Harvey Z. In, in, the, place in, in the place to be. right? You gotta there's, finish there's it. Variations. I don't know. They, they should be getting used to this at this point. They don't deserve all of these ones. Uh, okay, so we once again don't have a, an intro. Our running gag is going to be we just do a different intro every time. I thought our intro was just high. This is the sh- this is our name and our show. I mean, by default, yes, but some people do interesting stuff with the, the oh. intro. So, how have you been, Harvey Z? I've been still living the corporate lifestyle, just working, working, working. Last time's conversation did inspire me to try to go and play games. Did you play any games this? Uh, I did, past but a couple it, weeks. It hasn't been anything professional or anything like what I would consider like, oh, this is a gamer type game. But I got like a new app game, Legends of like Solgard, which is oh, basically Harvey. made by the Candy Crush people. No, that's not. No, I'm I not mean, inspiring you. I'm I mean, I'm playing now two you, games. Or... I'm failing at making you a gamer if you've just added a second mobile game. Well, so I didn't want to play Candy Crush because, you know, your boy Harvey Z is too cool for, like, jelly bean shit. But this one, they added the storyline. There's Vikings and there's, like, wizards and shit. And I was like, oh, and I just have to line them up and make them into pairs of three and combinations. And I can create super combinations for big attacks. And I'm fighting, like, frost giants and Vikings. And it's all for, like, Valhalla and shit. So all all it's got to be is you just got to put the icon up there and your title of your game is going to be Wizards and Shit. And you got Harvey Z on the line. Oh, totally 100%. 100% less jelly beans, 150% more Norse mythology. You got me. You know wizards aren't Norse mythology. There's wizards in Vikings had wizards, right? They had runes, runes, uh, runes. Yeah, yeah okay. Rune. And right. somebody had to make the runes. Those guys were like proto wizards. <laughs> Okay, all right. I, I'm just see right now. I'm imagining Harry Potter as a Viking. Ooh. You know, you get like the glasses, but he's got like this big beard and like <laughs> charging with an axe. See, I would have just gone with like Hagrid is the the typical Viking wizard guy. No, 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 no. Well, okay. He, well, he's a giant though, right? Half giant. Half. He's giant. only half on like mother's side. I think it was. Uh, we got kind of. I'm not that big. At, I mean, Harvey Z does like the HP and shit, but you know. <laughs> credibility here Credib- i don't know actually i kind of want to do i want to be in the harry potter camp in the fandom yeah yeah harvey z's a hp guy yeah hufflepuff for life bitches you're you're a hufflepuff i am a hufflepuff i think i'm hufflepuff too i don't actually know it's been a long time oh, i've done it you got to do the testing i've the done Pottermore. the test like three times i don't ever remember it i've never been super i would have figured you more for a gryffindor man uh, no, no. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I can't remember. Definitely not Slytherin. I know people who are proud of being Slytherin, oh. but I am. Not, I know me. I know I'm not Slytherin. Okay. Okay. On when this episode comes out, tweet at us. Let us know what you think we are. Uh, after all, the whole two or three episodes you've heard so far. I mean, people can judge. They probably are <laughs> judging us for other things too. <laughs> Uh, well, I've been playing a couple games. I thought oh. I might talk about them before we get into the main subject of today's episode. Oh, cool. Um, so I've been playing a game I think you like. Because you played FTL, right? Loved FTL. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's a game called Into the Breach, Heard which is it. by people who made FTL. The same company or like people who left that company? It's the same company. Okay. It's their next yeah. game after FTL. I've been interested in this. I hadn't... 
like I'd heard bits and pieces and I've watched like a little demo video, but I haven't actually played the game or seen it all the way through into fruition. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's so it plays similar to FDL in that it's done through runs and that you're not expected to succeed every time. And like a roguelike. Yeah, kind of like a roguelike. But it's not the same in that you're traveling from point to point. It's okay. It's but is it a tactical? It seemed like a tactical game where there's like a grid and you have like units and you're fighting other enemy units, but that battle is just on that map. Right. So essentially, you get three mechs. Okay. And as you progress through the game, you unlock different kinds of mechs mm-hmm. and different squads. And so each mech squad has a, a better abilities. No, not necessarily better, but different combos that they can mm-hmm. do and different strategies. And you can find the one that you kind of work best. Is the best. squad like a group of three mechs or squads yes. are like the pilots? So that's that's the fun part is that you can unlock pilots that give the mechs bonuses Uh, mm -hmm. but every time you fail the the pilot dies no the pilot doesn't die well the pilot can die if the pilot dies you lose the pilot Mm -hmm. um but the way it works is if you fail the mission so okay let me start over from the beginning okay you the essentially the plot of the game is you're trying to stop the vec invasion and they're these bug-like starship trooper type evil bugs that are just infesting and ravaging and killing everything and you're in charge you have like a you can go backwards and in time or something or whatever so you have like a time machine and every time you fail to stop the vec is a failed timeline okay And, and so every time you fail you get to choose one pilot to bring back to attempt another run only one yeah so you only get to keep one between runs but so you can have like this pilot that's been with you for five or six runs. He's seen some shit. And he's seen some shit. And then he dies and you can't, you don't bring him back. You have to start <laughs> over with a new pilot. Interesting. And that gets tricky in the sense of, well, so now I'm going away from the game aspect and going into the storyline aspect. So this one guy has been through like multiple failed timelines. Yes. And like each time he goes back. So the government or whoever these people are, they know would they know he's coming they have the time travel tech so they're expecting this dude and he's like i failed or does he go my team failed i'm the last survivor like what would you tell your buddies <laughs> like yeah i'm the i'm the one they chose to send back cuz i'm the best or is it are you regretful you just lost your team and if you go through multiple timelines they're like oh okay well this is your first time back and it's like well I did this four other times, so four other timelines were entirely fucked. But you guys, we're going to be the one, guys. This is the one. I feel it. That's that's a heavy thing to think about. Uh, you're already getting attached to your characters in this game. My future character in that other timeline, he's going to come back and join me in this game. So, and it's interesting because, so, if the Bucks, Bucks... If the I said bugs and vec at the same time, so I, they came out as bucks. Bucks, Tampa Bay. Yeah, the Tampa Bay uh, aliens. They, if they destroy a mech, the pilot dies. Mm-hmm. But you still get to the next mission. If you still finish the mission, um, you get to still have all three mechs for the next mission. It's just automatically pilot. The, okay yeah so it it doesn't the pilot the pilots give you bonuses mm-hmm. for your max but they can function on their own the ai just doesn't give them any bonus 
Okay. Uh, and so you're basically going around saving each island, and your score, not score, but the fail, fail state is the power grid. You have a, a power grid, and if uh, the aliens attack your buildings, you lose par- uh, a portion of the power grid. And if the power grid goes to zero, that's when the timeline is so that's gone. your loss condition. Yeah. Per map or per over the arc the, of the, the game? The whole thing. So, so you really you, shouldn't be losing buildings every... You can't play Scorched Earth Tactics. No, you can't. You can lose one here and there, but okay. it's not good to... Your, your, the objective is to save the people. And every time they hit a building, they, you lose oh, people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We want to save the world and all that. Yeah. Right. Not just the power grids. Okay. And it's very XCOM-like, but in terms of the tactics in the grid... Mm-hmm. But what's nice is you will always see what the enemies are doing before they do it. So your your turn is basically preventing the Vec from from their attack. You see it because like time travel bullshit, or like no, no, it mean, just happens to be the game. That's mechanic. how the game. That you game can is see played. like you, oh, you the see enemies the Vec can... are getting ready to attack this building, and you okay. can intercede. And so there's stuff like you outright killing them, mm-hmm. or you can move them out of position, move another Vec into uh, their line of yeah. fire so they attack each other, that sort of thing. Okay. That sounds fun slash appealing in a way. The thing that, so when I saw it, it just looked really small, the game. Like the grids themselves. It's, they are small, but also each map is only like four turns. So then it becomes more of a puzzle game, it felt like. It's a little bit. It's a little bit puzzle, but it's still in the vein of tactics and strategy. Like, is there time to really develop, like, that RPG kind of... Is it a tactics game, then? Or is it a tactical RPG where a tactics game... Is it just, like, a puzzle, like, a puzzler, and it happens to have this overlay of this is the storyline and plot? Or is it actually, like, there's dialogue, there's characters? Or is it just, these are the next 50 missions, do them at your own pace? Um, I think it's a mix between the two. It's not 100% one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely not as plotted out as, say, XCOM or XCOM 2. Okay, because FTL, FTL did a really good exam- example of this, Faster Than Light, um, where it's a roguelike. It's pretty simple. You have to get to the end condition, and you guys are a spaceship with a, a crew that just has to get to the end to deliver the final, like, hey, the bad guys are coming, and then there's a boss fight. Like, there's not a lot of plot other than that, but because of the way the game was with its narratives, your characters interacted with people, they lost crew members, gained crew members, and so you built the story yourself. Is there enough room in this one to build that story? Like, already I immediately wanted to with the pilot jumping back in time over and over, but if it's just like a puzzler... Like Legends of Soldara is just it's a Candy Crush clone with just wizards and stuff. I don't really create a narrative with my my main character going through and saving the world with the Vikings and all that. I just actually play it because it is a puzzler. It kills time. Mm, I mean, there's enough there that if you want to craft a narrative, you can. Okay. I think with you, I know how the way your brain works. You will come up with narratives. Okay. For who you're who you're playing as. Simplest way to do can you name your pilots? Uh no, they come with names already. Okay. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I mean, this was a game that appealed to me. The flip side though, if it's like a four turn match or something or a game, 
that's appealing in the sense that it almost feels like an app game. It's on the Switch. I know how much you oh, love God. the Switch and mobile moving that around. If they could port it over to like an iPhone or a Droid, it seems like a game then in, in concept that could do that. It it might. I don't. I haven't actually seen if they've put FTL on mobile or not. Oh, I could have sworn that they have. But, uh, but if they have, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point Enter the Breach comes to there too. Yeah, I could see that, and that would be something I would totally then get. Because so one of the other games I randomly do have on my phone it's friday the 13th uh let me see what the official title is but i think it's it's basically a friday the 13th like puzzler because i wanted puzzle games i like puzzle games uh-huh and so the premise of this one is you're jason because so this is gonna be weird and it's hard to explain this but it's a great little app game but you're jason like the character from friday the 13th and your job is to kill off the the various people like on a map like the in, i'm in a post-apocalyptic timeline at this point i've gotten like pretty far into the game but like you originally start off killing like the camp counselors and the camp kids and so forth and then the the reason i like this game though it's a puzzle game it's actually just a puzzle game that's like when i played as a kid like in school and stuff like actual puzzle games like the moving the cars around to get the car out of the parking lot those types of wooden block games converted over and given a really cool feel it's called friday the 13th killer puzzle so your jason guy can basically move left and right up and down like in straight lines and if you click on him to go to the direction he goes all the way through in that line so you can't move him like two spaces you must move him all the way through and you just have to move him next to a counselor person he kills them usually in some gory animation that they've added but the gist is then there's obstacles throughout here there's fire which might if you walk into the fire you will immediately die there's bombs there's some characters have guns if you walk up to a character with a gun and you hit them head on they'll shoot you instead but if you get them from the back or if you turn off the light switch then the whole map goes dark if you land next to a camp counselor but you don't run into that character so you just land to the left or to the right of them and don't actually run into them that character freaks out and will immediately run away from you and they can run into a wall. They can run off the map. If they run off the map, you lose. So it's a puzzle game with win conditions that are just simply solve the puzzle. Interesting. But the puzzle is kill, kill the everyone. Cancel, kill, kill everyone. And then once you've killed everyone, the last girl or, or the last guy will appear and you have to then finish them the off. The final as well. girl. Right. Yes. So it, I really like it because it's a great – it's just a puzzler. I was actually looking for puzzle games to quickly play. Because I just wanted something light and easy. But the skin and the way it looked, of like, the feel of the game was fantastic. Huh. I might actually look into this just to see. Friday the 13th, killer puzzle. And I believe, because I'm a cheap bastard, it's a free game. Ah. Hmm. Well, isn't every horror movie really just a puzzle for the serial killer to figure out? Hmm. <laughs> um, so speaking of games... I know, um, it's a great segue. Like, speaking of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the podcast. Um, you were a Sega guy, right? I was a I am, was. I was a Sega guy. That was my first system, yeah. Did you ever play Streets of Rage? Love Streets of Rage. So oh, Streets of Rage 2. So have you, have you heard the news? I've heard a little bit. I haven't heard the full news. I saw it, like, I thought it might be fake. I don't know if it's, it's true It's not, not fake. And Streets I of Rage 4 has been announced. For what system? What they they haven't they haven't announced any platforms or any dates or anything like that. Because I saw the picture and I was like, oh, this must be fan made. Like a no, tribute. no, it's an actual game. Uh, 
I don't even know if they're targeting next year or not, but it's supposedly going to be all hand-drawn art. Oh. Uh, it's animated by some studios I'd never heard of before. Uh, Dotimu is the publisher, and Lizard Cube is the developer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've apparently done one other game that I'd also never heard of before. Uh, but there, it's a partnership with Sega, and okay. it's Sega's still alive. Axel and Blaze, a st- regular beat 'em up. I'm, I'm going to expect though, if it's Streets of Rage, there's got to be extra characters. Bes- I mean, you got to have Axel, you got to have Blaze, but there's got to be the other characters. Are we going to get a kid in roller skates? Are we going to get the weird kangaroo boxer? Are we going to get the <laughs> professional wrestler? Like, oh, Streets of Rage Two was that's another one of those iconic cooperative games that I could play on Sega, and you just you play it at one setting, but like me and my uncle would play these games like Toe Jam and Earl and such. Oh, and it's just a side-scrolling beat 'em up in the vein of like Double Dragon and all those. But Double Dragon, I thought, was before my time and also kind of Nintendo hard. Yeah, Double Dragon was. I don't remember if Double Dragon was an arcade game first and then came to consoles, or oh. if it was like on consoles and then also came to arcades or whatever, but. Double Dragon definitely had the early game design of put more quarters in. Put more quarters in. And it was just because it was so you it's really hard to beat those games without using up a life or two lives or something. Oh yeah. When I and as a kid I just loved playing them. Only as an adult going back and like seeing the games again did I realize even things of using your special attack took away your health. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that as a kid. I would use my special attacks willy nilly. Well that's the the key is that Especially in the the turtles games. Oh yeah, I love the the turtles beating them up. And the the reason, or not the reason, but the strategy for those games is once you get to one health, you just use your special attack all the time because you can't lose anymore. Yeah, yeah, and desperation. So, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, that feels really arcadey to me in the sense that if you're in an arcade, if you're using that special attack, that's your money going down. Your health is going down. Right. Yeah. So I never thought about, and as a kid, I never noticed it. I just assumed I was taking damage because as a kid, I was just playing this beat up game and it was just fun to play. I didn't think about the strategy of it. I didn't think about the storyline. It was just one of those perfect, this is something fun to do with my friends. I never really got into beat em ups. I, I played the Turtles beat em ups a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I played a little bit of Final Fight. I played Streets of Rage 2's. Golden Axe? Golden, oh. No, I didn't like Golden Axe. That, wizards that, and shit. Yeah, Wizards and shit. Uh, Gauntlet. I Gauntlet think, was one. Red Wizard needs food. Yeah, Blue Wizard needs food badly. Yes. Oh, those games. So Gauntlet. I have beef with Gauntlet though. Uh oh. Are, are we throwing down our first beef? Well, it's it, this is my Harvey Z's rant on Gauntlet. I like Gauntlet a lot. Great game in the arcades. Very visually appealing to me as a kid. Your life fucking drained. As soon as you put in the money, your life was just counting down. The game was on a timer. You had to kill and get food. You couldn't just play with like one quarter and just as a kid, I never saw it as like a oh, they're just using this to make money or oh, this is a you have to rush the game kind of I fucking hated that game like as a kid because <laughs> it was I loved to watch it with other people's quarters being put in. But I wanted to play, but I only get like my parents would do the thing so you get four quarters to go to the arcade, you get four games to play, or one game if it was a 50 cent game, but damn, that's a that's an investment. Yeah, yeah. Gauntlet, if I'm putting in a quarter already, one, the starting price is like a freaking dollar, or a dollar twenty-five on that game, 
And then my life just starts draining from the bat. And I know I'm not that good at being a gamer. So immediately, kids like me have to just watch other cool kids play that game. You're under pressure immediately, right? There's no... Yeah, there's that game doesn't let me just sit and learn or watch how to play it. Like Ninja Turtles, my life didn't drain away immediately, at least. And yeah, sure, the special attacks might have used up my abilities or my life. That's fine. Give me a chance. Don't just, though, if you're counting away my health and then the death character is just chasing me across the screen, that death character just wants my quarters. <laughs> Fuck you, death. <laughs> Harvey Z spits in the face of death. Yes. At least I'm, now I'm trained. Just keep a quarter in my pocket at all times. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are good times. The arcade beat-em-ups. Like, I, I don't know, dude. I think arcades still exist. You just don't see them. Yeah, they're they, not as prevalent anymore, unfortunately. Like, I remember, like, movie theaters used to... not So, like, the movie theaters nowadays have, like, cheesy... Well, they have, like, ten games in the arcade. But, like, an arcade where you go and it's a place just filled with games. Yeah, they don't really do that anymore. I know arcade bars exist. Yeah, but those those are, like marketed towards millennials who who want to oh, go oh. to the arcade i i'm i'm saying the truth man what kind of they're, games they're would you re- find there they're retro beat-em-up games they'll have like time crisis and i mean Teen- teenage mutant ninja turtles and daytona usa i would play those but then i feel like okay like can't we make a modern arcade with well everything's now on the switch and all the computer games and steam and stuff can't really even like land like land gaming places do those exist where you could go and there's a bunch of computers hooked up and you could play like oh yeah i'm I'm sure those still exist um but yeah arcades like first of all there's too much inflation like it 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 cost me a dollar to get a freaking soda from a soda machine at minimum Minimum. There's no way. I was like, where's that soda machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not going to be selling arcade games for twenty five cents a play, man. Why? Why do that when you can put your microtransactions on the games they do play at home and make a lot more money? It's not about. This is for the love of the. This is being a gamer. It shouldn't be about making money and all this stuff. Oh. Oh, I have so much to teach you. I have so much to teach you. This is. I just want my nostalgia i actually the first arcades i went to you paid them like five bucks to go in and the games were friggin' free but they were atari games but still like can't we do that now and like i would think like in an arcade bar the arcade games are free and then like they just make money off of the bar and the food right i still gotta put in quarters you still gotta put in quarters. i'm at a bar and i'm like oh give me my long island ice z and can I get $5? Can you break it down into quarters? Really? Yeah, the that, bartender's that, got it? That's uh-huh. what they do. Okay. At least that's what they did to the one I went to. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe it's different in other places. Capitalism. All right. Well, d- before you uh, <laughs> fall down a hole of sadness here. <laughs> uh, Showing <let's>... my age. <laughs> let's get to the meat of today's podcast. So I was looking up stories to talk about for this week. Mm-hmm. And I sort of ended up on a theme accidentally, just because all the stuff that I w- I ended up seeing was related to one specific game. And so today's podcast is going to be mostly about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man is the talk of the town right now. It comes out September 7th. This podcast is not sponsored in any way by Sony, Insomniac, or Spider-Man, or Marvel. 
But it just so happened that a lot of stuff happened in the last week or so that was related to this game because it's a big game that's coming out. I soon. think you had posted like a meme or something about this. I don't know any references to it except for the word puddles. <laughs> I don't know so that, anything else about it. That is the main. There's some other issues that came up. But the main uh, Spider-Man so, controversy this week was hashtag puddle gate. Okay. Hashtag puddle game. Yeah. Gate. Um, Puddle gate. Puddle gate. This is become a gate. It's a scandal. It became a gate. It was a scandal. It seems so wholesome and innocent. Just puddles. What the fuck could happen with a puddle? (laughs) Like, well, let me take you on a ride. Okay. So, Spider-Man has been getting pretty much. I'm trying to think of the right word. It's pretty universal praise in terms of critics who have played it ahead of time. People. So this game is pretty much ready to go. You said September. Yeah, it's coming out next Friday. Got it. September 7th. So it's it's gold. People have their hands on reviews, copies. The embargo for reviews is up on Tuesday, September 4th. All of this has happened in the past by the time this podcast comes out, unfortunately. But it's about ready to go. And so what happened was on Reddit, Ah. it's, it's always Reddit, they showed a picture from the E3 2017 trailer where they showed off gameplay. So this uh-huh. was a year, about a little over a year ago, not quite a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the scene, it was Spider-Man attacking a bunch of dudes in like this construction. Oh yeah, area. I think I saw that. Yeah. And there were puddles on the ground. There was a lot of puddles. Didn't notice them back at the time, but okay, yeah, there were puddles. There, there were puddles. And so a final build shot, I guess, from either a review copy or just like the last minute media blitz or whatever's going on came out of the same scene. And so on Reddit, people put up the comparison shots. And oh, like, like, what did the, they change the one, in the game? Yeah, what did they change? And so in E3 2017, there were a lot of puddles. And E3 2018, there weren't as many puddles. And so... And so, why would what would you what conclusion could you draw from the lack of puddles? Uh, so this was a graphical downgrade. Is what what the did the, the puddles look less puddly in quality? No, they were just less, which obviously meant that the game couldn't perform as well because they couldn't render as many puddles. Maybe it didn't rain as much the day before. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do we assume? Okay, okay. No, no, no. This graphical this, downgrade. Trust the experts from Reddit. This is a graphical downgrade. Sony and Insomniac is lying to us and that S- Spider-Man is actually going to be a very bad game because there are less puddles. Now, I don't so actually believe the quality believe of this. the game is affected by the number of puddles. Yes, have. exactly. This is There better be some smart aleck out there who's going to create a puddle game. That's just <laughs> nothing but fucking puddles. Doesn't so, even need the rest of the game. The best part about this is, so the Insomniac Twitter replied to this once it made it to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Their first response was, it's just a change in puddle size. That was their response to the original comparison. Okay, but here, okay, that that might have been a little bit, so the internet is a fickle place. Yeah. They're complaining about the number of puddles, not the quantity or quality of the puddle. 
Well, the quantity of the puddles, the yeah. number of them, not the depth of the puddle. No, no, not the depth. Okay. So these guys are not hitting it on the mark, but okay. And so then someone else replied to it, and I don't have their reply on me, but then Insomniac replied, no, we have other places in the game with tons of puddles. This is, oh man, <laughs> this is, uh, come on, Insomniacs, you guys are, that's like, that's almost like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. No, she's totally real. She's in Canada. But it's just insane how stupid this got because it devolved into an argument, an internet argument. Over puddles. Over puddles. And people were like saying, trying to. The game is going to be less good because there's less puddles. Yeah, because the graphic, it's, it's. Who has time for these sorts of like, this is idiocracy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. This like, is, I don't so, know if people believe what they're saying there, or is it just picking a fight because it's a fight It's a little bit of A, a little bit of B, and a little bit of just, I'm bored on the internet, and I... So... I want attention from a gaming company. I want attention. I don't like Sony. I don't like exclusive games. I want to shit on this game. Because, so, I, I, I teed up that it was getting universal praise for a reason. Yeah. Because... A theory that was floated is that this was thrown, got so much attention because there'd been so little of it that was wrong going up to it. And as you all know, as a Sega person, you know the roots of gaming is console fanboy wars. Nintendo versus Sega, like that was the big thing growing up. Yeah, like you, you if you had the Sega, you fought. You like your parents had to buy you that system, and that was the only thing you had. So that Sega was the best damn thing you owned. And, and same it, thing for the Nintendo. Flip it the other way, you get one system. You don't get everything. PlayStation versus like even then PlayStation against Nintendo. It was still always Nintendo was the corporation. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm not gonna switch over. If you switch sides. Oh, you fucking traitor. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. And so just even now into the internet age, it's Sony. Spider-Man is an exclusive game to Sony. It's only on the PlayStation 4. Oh, and so okay. anyone that doesn't like Sony or has that still has those. Oops, I just hit my microphone. Uh, those roots in I hate Sony because I'm a Nintendo person or I hate Sony because I'm a Microsoft person. Do the Nintendo fanboys still exist? I mean, oh, they, oh, they oh. were passionate, but they've kind of... I'm going to say you guys lost. You lost the war. You are so... Oh, God. Please, anyone listening, don't... <laughs> oh, don't come at me, as, bro. Come at no, me. No. Oh, Nintendo We've fanboys? started something now. How can you do this? I mean, come we're on. We're going what to you get DDoSed because of you. Like, like Nintendo are going to come out of the woodwork. Have you not heard about the seven out of ten? Seven out of ten. Breath of the Wild. Seven out of ten. You didn't hear about what happened? No. Breath of the Wild. Like what? Right. The new Legend of Zelda came out last year, and it was getting rave reviews, and everyone was loving it. It was the game of the generation. It would be year for years Where is to it come. Now? I mean, people still love it. Oh, that's not okay. the point. The point is, it had a 98 on Metacritic, and then Jim Sterling gave it a 7 out of 10, and that dropped it to a 97, and the fanboys <laughs> were pissed. He got, yeah. like, everyone was raiding him, everyone said he was just a schlock type person who just did that just so he could get attention, that the game... These were people that hadn't even played the game yet. How dare you? One How of our sacred cows. You? Yeah. Like, th- this is the internet. You, they find yeah, a way. That's 
sad but true i get like back then it was a little bit more wholesome it was just like oh i had a nintendo you had a sega i had a sega you had a nintendo i don't know about you but i almost took a shiv for having a nintendo really no i was about to say i have almost taken a shiv but that's a whole separate story (laughs) we don't need to get into that and that was over video games actually but that may be for another time Okay, now I'm interested, but yeah, that that will that'll come up at another time. Okay, yeah, the Harvey Ga- Harvey Z. It's an arcade story of all things. Harvey Z gets shivved at the arcade. Coming soon to a theater near you. That's a weird story. <laughs> I mean, Harvey Z. I mean, I was a young Harvey Z at the time. It was in Las Vegas, of all places. Oh, okay. All right. Now you know what? Fine. We're not even gonna. We're, gonna we're gonna, gonna wait. We're just go 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 for it. Go for. I mean, this, I can't this, just this, drop the teaser for like oh yeah um, no now i'm interested I, I i i would just threw that out as a joke and yeah because i was like oh you've gotten shiv too <laughs> like this happens like gaming shiv bros yeah i was with my cousin we were in las vegas at an arcade and we were playing like arcade games one of them is there a game so now i'm gonna anyway maybe the game doesn't matter but you were like it was another one of those side-scrolling beat-em-ups but you were like in a schoolyard or something and you had, like, the characters were, like, school kids of some sort, and you beat up the rival school kids. But we were playing this game, and at some point, like, out of nowhere, like, people were watching you, and they're playing. These two guys come up behind us, and I'm, like, I would say not even, like, 12. This is younger than 12 years old. And, like, he pulls out one of those, like, shivs, like, the actual, like, click switchblades. Like, he pulls out a switchblade, clicks it, and a blade comes out. I'm now playing my game. I put money into this game, like, but I hear a click, and I'm like, what's that? I turn around. There's a switchblade. My character's getting beat up. I got to focus on that too, though. But like, my cousin's also playing next to me. We're, we put in two quarters. Each of us had a quarter in this you game. You got a priority to There's play There's a priority. This game. I mean, I'm playing, bro. Why did you pull out a switchblade behind me? I got to, let's, I just stayed silent, actually. Both of us stayed quiet. And like, the guy was like, he just pulls out this switchblade and holds it, and then he brought it close to my neck and just kind of held it there for a while and, like, waved it around. This guy looked like he was a teenager, like, a teenage kind of guy, and I didn't see him or anything much more closer than that. Other than he had the switchblade, he held it around my neck for a while, and, like, I was continuing to play. I didn't flinch. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything, but I was scared crapless, uh, and then he just goes, all right. And then he just pulls the blade and it like flicks back in and he just like walks off after that. And like two other kids like follow him. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? And my cousin was also just like, what? Like we didn't. So this is one of those random stories. I've never told anybody that. But being in an arcade and having like a dude just wave a switchblade around. And then that was it. That was the 90s. What? Yeah. And like. What? I it's oh my god that is so like what? it was terrifying like I didn't know what he wanted what he did but at the same time like what was what was I supposed to do I didn't know either but I was playing the video game and looking back on it or thinking about it as I say it aloud like my priority was dude I put in a quarter <laughs> I should I but I couldn't like when he brought that blade like I have that still very much 
He brings the blade across, like, he didn't push it up against me or anything, but just across my throat. And then I clearly saw, like, he had he a switch He was swinging blade. it at you, kind of like Like, a, he flicked it, in, like, in between the two of us to show us. That so was it was a, directly at you, like, like he wanted you to stop playing or something? I don't know if he wanted me to stop. Did he want me to react to it or say something? But I didn't say anything. And he brought it just close to my neck, like, just out in front, drew it across my neck. Didn't react still, but I was just, like, looking over my shoulder. But I got to focus on my dude, too. Keep his health up, because quarters. And, like, then he just said, all right. I don't even remember what he said, but he just flicked it. It went back into its, like, holster sheath. And then, like, the two buddies he was with, they also left, too. And it was never brought up or said or anything came out of it other than that was the one incident. I never saw him again. It was just a random arcade and, like... Vegas, Vegas and then we went back to our parents later like but that's what our parents gave us some quarters let us go play in the arcade that's really freaky yeah i mean huh. we need more arcades but yeah yeah, yeah that that goes that, against your uh we need more arcades argument i mean we need more teenagers with switchblades threatening people for no reason like were they in a gang were they not in a gang was he like i don't know clearly was, they were in a rival gang from that school you were supposed oh. to be beating or up. maybe he was just like oh i'm gonna test this kid's metal and i didn't flinch son harvey <laughs> z i cared about the video games <laughs> being a gamer saved my life baby that day <laughs> Oh, that I wasn't expecting Spider-Man to go there, but um, I mean, I have weird stories, and like (laughs) I didn't expect to tell that story this day. But when you said the shiv thing, I was like, "Oh, you too." (laughs) It happens. I have not ever been shivved over a video game. Uh, Wow. Okay. I, my follow-up stuff just doesn't seem as important as that. Uh, yeah, sorry about that tangent, guys. But, uh, <laughs> puddles, man. Puddles. Oh, yeah. Puddles are serious business. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. There wasn't enough puddles in the game. And he was trying to make you make a puddle. <laughs> oh, out in my pants. Yeah, puddle in your pants. Harvey Z didn't. Pants stayed dry. Pants. Okay. Harvey Z, the pants stay dry. That's your new slogan. <laughs> Okay. Um, Back so, to Spider-Man, though. I am curious about the. So is the game... Like, so the game... No, it's not downgraded. It's just the lighting is different. They happen to be less puddles in that area at that yeah. time. There are puddles everywhere else in the game, they said. Or yeah, not everywhere I else, mean, but it, elsewhere. It's everyone that, like... So anyone that has the... The tricky part about this is anyone that actually has the game right now is under an NDA and so can't, can't talk about it until Tuesday. And so these pe- it's all these people who have nothing better to do on the internet. It's right before a three-day weekend. They don't really have anything better on uh, other than to criticize screenshots. And like I was reading some of the comments on it, and they're like, "Yeah, if you look at the webbing on his suit, there's like three lines instead of two. Or I mean, those could be comic book geeks. Yeah, comic book geeks can get into that level of fandom as well. Yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, sure, that's fine. But like, who has the time? Like, I've seen a screenshot of Spider-Man. I know it's coming out on Friday. I don't need to analyze one versus the other. Like, come on, it's not. Like, it looks. They both look. Like, it still looks like a game I want to play. I'm still going to get it. Big deal. There have been graphical downgrade controversies in the past that have been actual signs that the game was bad. Um, Aliens Colonial Marines was one where, like, the first one they released was a bull shot. And then when the game actually came out, like, it was shitty. And Mm. so there's stuff like that where if you look at from A to B, like, but there was more to it than just, hey, the alien 
has three spikes instead of four on the back, mm-hmm. that obviously means this game is not good anymore. Like, like it's, it's weird. D- the cosmetics influence the quality of the game. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like games like FTL, Into the Breach, all of those things, they don't. They're not. I don't play games necessarily for the graphics per se or the engine. Well, I mean, I think uh, so. Recently, as computers have gotten to be better technologically, there's been a sort of ramping up of graphical power. Mm -hmm. And the problem is hardware companies, both PC, people who make the PC video cards, things like that, but also Sony and, and Microsoft, when they're making consoles, they're trying to focus on the mind melting graphics because people want even there's there's going to be a limit like we're we're reaching a point where we're getting close to photorealistic but it, the closer we get to it we start hitting uncanny valley ah the uncanny and valley so yeah so it's there there isn't ever graphics are getting better and crisper like we're going from 1080p to 4k or that sort of stuff but do you think we'll ever plateau i i the problem is because we we've been focusing on graphics we've kind of created a subgroup of graphic snobs or graphic Mm -hmm. elites where they're like this doesn't like i need this to be in 1080p 60 frames per second but if it's in 720p 30 frames per second i can't stand to look at it sort of that mentality and it's bad because the hardware for reinforcing it because i i don't know if you know this or not but the PS4 and the Xbox One both released like mid-generation upgrades to their consoles. Oh, whereas so no. there's like there's the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, which is a really stupid name. Uh huh. Um, but both of them are just literal graphical upgrades. Like they have a they have better, bigger hard drive, and they can play in 4K or whatever. I guess it's nicer that they didn't release a whole new console. I guess but... right. And so like you can still play. They're they're there aren't games that come out just for the pro. Like mm-hmm. no matter what, it's just oh, you'll have better graphics though if you get the pro. Right. Is the pro market? It's probably cost as much as a full console or more. Yeah, even? slightly more than the regular. Obviously, Ooh, that that does kind of suck. Yeah, it, I mean that was well. I mean that's that's a known thing in the console wars. I guess was at some point like the PS One going to the PS Two you suddenly stopped getting ps1 games you had to go to the ps2 and then nice thing was ps2 would go and you could play the ps1 games on it so quality there yeah they don't do that anymore yeah that was a that was that was one of the steps to leading harvey z out of gamerdom actually was like oh at some point i can't always where's my value again yeah yeah so because they focused on graphics and things like that it's just made graphic snobs and i've never been one Mm -hmm. uh i I, it's partly because I'm basically blind without my glasses, but like I can't. If you give me sixty frames per second versus thirty frames per second, I can kind of tell the difference, but I don't care either way. Ten eighty p versus seven twenty p, like I don't care. Like, I can a, see the difference. And but graphics I don't is care. different though from like performance or like right how yeah. fast like lag and those sorts of things. Yeah, no, it's no, not. It's it's this sim- is just purely pure graphics, pure visual. Yeah, nice. like a screenshot. Four K photorealistic versus ten eighty p kind of hmm. whatever. 
Uh, so yeah, so that that was the big controversy and Puddlegate, and it was controversy in that ninety percent of the people were making fun of it, yeah, and ten percent of the people were trying to argue like, no, seriously, look at this. This is a graphical downgrade. I'm not going to buy this anymore. And like you were never intending to buy this in the first place. Yeah, like I. I don't think the puddles would have changed your mind. And if it did, I think it's more of a debating tactic point of like, oh, I was a consumer. You lost me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Um, so in relation to Spider-Man, I do have a couple other Spider-Man. Yeah. Like I said, this was going to be a Spider-Man I, I'm a fan podcast. of Spidey. You like Spider-Man. Right? I like Spidey in the comics. Yeah. I have like a ton of his comics and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I know. Spider-Man's how- always been my favorite superhero. So he's, I'm he's really very super, identifiable. Yeah, I'm very excited for this game because it looks like it's going to be like I Insomniac's one of my favorite developers. They did the Ratchet and Clank series. Mm-hmm. Um, they did Jack and Daxter before Ratchet and Clank. No, no, Jack and Daxter was Naughty Dog. Never mind. Ignore what I just said. They did Spyro. Oh yeah, Spyro before Ratchet and Clank. I, I, I Spyro and Jack and Daxter was the anyway. I I I'm getting off track here. Insomniac's great. I've loved all the Ratchet and Clank games. I wanted to play Sunset Overdrive, but that's on the Xbox One, and I don't have that, so I haven't been able console to play it. Problems, yeah, console problems. Um, so I'm excited for the game. Uh, a couple weird things have happened. The first is that Spider-Man Collector's Edition was announced back around e3 time maybe a little before i don't remember exactly when it was announced but i ordered it obviously i gotta get the collector's edition it's spidey okay um comes with a nice steel book has like some art some extra content for the game for the connoisseur yeah the collector connoisseur. it also comes with a statue Ooh. and it's been real interesting to see not well, not interesting to see but they haven't revealed what the statue is yet Okay. I it's you you're buying a collector's edition which costs a lot more than a usual game. Mhm. That's going to have a statue that you don't like they've revealed half of it. So the top half of it is Spidey and he looks like he's fighting somebody. Oh, so you could have a second character in there? Yeah, so there so well there's a second character supposedly under the, the revealing whatever. Mm-hmm. Like originally it said they're revealing summer 2018. Uh-huh. Like that was the thing. Like they're gonna reveal it a little closer. It's a kind of a spoiler. Yeah. And so maybe it's the main villain of the game or a secret villain or something. And now that it's it's a couple weeks before release and they still haven't know haven't it's revealed be a it. giant fucking puddle. <laughs> it's nothing but puddles. It's spider <laughs> Spidey versus puddles. That's what the statue is gonna be. But yeah, so it's interesting to me because I've paid money for this. I'm 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 there for it. But they've also said, like, it's going to be in its own case, so you don't have to unwrap it until you play the game if you really don't oh. want to be spoilery. Wow. Like, they've That's... kept the the, the, the Would you do that? The game. Would you kind of... I don't think so. I don't care. Okay. Like, I'm I'm not going to... Like, they say, you, once you get to the, this point in the game, you can open this <laughs> and not be spoiled. Like, it feels like it's a little too... Marketing? Not markety, but like the the spoiler phobia of the internet kind okay. of yeah. being but too you gotta protective. Appeal to everybody, yeah. Like I get that it's like a single player story based game, and but I mean, it's Spider Man. So the only thing that'll surprise me is that if it's not Green Goblin or Doctor Octopus, like classic two. Those yeah. those are his two main villains, and if they're not on the statue, maybe it's Craven. I don't I know. I mean, it would be nice to. 
So I'm always a Venom or a Carnage fan, but I mean... So so just as a side note, they've already confirmed that there aren't going to be any symbiotes in this game. Um, All right. So it's not going to be one of them, but then again, so like... And we're not going to get like, okay, Spidey Gwen or anything like that. Uh, That's where I'm like, oh... Deadpool, no, it's a Spidey franchise. You're not going to have like well, another franchise. So, so I mean, there are references to the other franchises because this is a Marvel-approved game. Okay. They Marvel went to Sony and was like, "Hey, listen, we want to do an actual good single-player game. Your like studios are good with that. Pick somebody that you work with, and they can make a game about any superhero they want from our, you mm-hmm. know." what what we can give and so they Sony called up insomniac and was like hey look do you want to work on a marvel game uh pick a superhero and so they picked spider-man uh so there are references they've they've already seen in trailers and stuff like the avengers tower is in new york uh, yeah. you can go by dr strange's sanctum sanctorum oh. so there's a chance there might be other marvel characters what system is this on ps4 Ah, this is so. All of this so far sounds really appealing. In a, it's a single player game. It's a vast open world. Um, you can get different Spidey suits. See, those are the so that appeals to me as like a comic book nerd in a way of like because I remember there was a Spider Man game. Don't know if it was for whatever came after the N sixty GameCube. GameCube, yeah. Like where you had different suits and it was a pretty good game for back then. I thought it was. Now looking at it, yeah, the graphics are kind of blocky and out of sorts, but like, it was a cool game. It was an open, as open as the world as it could be, and you web sling, you could web sling around town, but you could pick up different suits and different things like that. And if this is, so now the game that I can closest think of that I played is the Batman franchise with the Arkham series was really, really good. I just never finished it due to time. You didn't even finish the first game. You can't say you fin- couldn't. I didn't, didn't even finish, finish the like. Series. I don't know if I'm even halfway through the first. Yeah. yeah Fair it, enough. Yeah. No. It it definitely is getting a lot of comparisons to Arkham because it's <laughs> an actual good superhero game. It's kind of focused on on superheroes and letting a, a making a good single player story sort of thing. Um. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm. I brought up the the collector's edition thing because like it's it's slightly weird. Normally you know what you're getting, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping this this statue isn't super ugly. I don't think it will be, but you know, it it would be kind of cool to have a, a Spider-Man figure. Okay. You know, yeah. I was never one to. I mean, art. Yeah, I never really had collectibles as a kid or anything. That seems like a more modern kind of. I, I didn't have them as a kid either, but that doesn't mean I don't want them now. That's true. <laughs> they are like adult toys. They, it's it's because I think part of it was because I didn't have them as a kid. Oh. Like I got action figures and toys and stuff <laughs> like that as a kid. I played with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, that comes up a lot. Um, you know, I had the Z-Bots and Micro Z- Machines. Yeah, Micro Machines and uh, Monsters in My Pocket. I had I didn't think anybody else knew. Yeah, Monsters in My Pockets was yeah. great. And yeah, like, I had I had all those, but you never got any like I didn't have any Mario stuff. I never uh-huh. got to like didn't have Donkey Kong or anything. That, and now you can get like Mario keychains and figures and it's just nice to be like, "Hey, I like this f- character from a video game. I can also get artwork of him or a mm-hmm. figure." 
you know, it's, I don't like, I don't want toys. I don't want like the action figures, action figure type stuff. But I, I like the statues. I like nice made things that you can display that look similar to artwork. I, mm-hmm. I, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I can collect. I w- collect more of those than I should. Let's just put it at that, like that. Fair enough. We won't go into your collections then. <laughs> um, so the other thing I wanted to mention was. This is less to do with Spider-Man and more railing against the man. Oh, um, oh, nice. I see what you did there. Yeah, thanks. Amazon recently stopped their pre-order discount for video games. Um, you know, they had a pre-order discount? Yeah. So you, oh. if you pre-ordered a game, uh, you got 20% off the price oh. when it shipped. And that was nice. Like you, yeah. you pre-order, you get you get a game for slightly cheaper than you normally do it. I took advantage of it a lot. Um, and this was for Prime members, obviously. This is an uh, Amazon yeah, of Prime, yeah. And so recently, they announced that they were stopping it. And this was mostly because a the huge ro- backlash, I'm sure, because I'm, yeah, once you give people something, so oh. Best Buy was also doing this. Like they were, they had a similar thing where you got 20 percent off, and they also stopped theirs. Okay. So without competition, Amazon was like, eh, yeah, why, why, why are we going to keep it? doing it? Uh, I think the new offer is you can get a ten dollar coupon for select games that you pre-order <laughs> games. Like, yeah, like it's not not every game. It's ones they choose, and it can't be applied to the game that you're getting. It's a ten dollar discount for a future <laughs> purchase. Like it's not definitely a downgrade, graphical downgrade. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got puddles elsewhere. We ship them. Yeah, yeah. We'll ship them in. But so Amazon hasn't had Spider Man as available to pre order. Until the day the pre-order discount disappeared, ah, and then nice. suddenly Spider they were had Spider-Man in stock and were available to get a, get give pre-orders for, and a lot of people noticed this and were very unhappy. Well, I mean, the flip side to defend Amazon would be, oh, we're going to give you that discount. Oh, we're taking away the discount. The people who have that and are grandfather clause in, though, do we take away their discount as well and make them pay an extra twenty percent? I mean, so if the, we're no longer doing this policy, why are you guys getting this? The the they, what they said was game pre-orders made before they announced it and stopped it completely were fair game for the twenty percent. Oh, so then Amazon? Yeah, Amazon. They knew. They, they knew, knew what was up. They knew. Yeah. So they. I mean, capitalism. Spider Man has yeah. been out of, out of stock or unavailable for pre-order on their site for a while. And then suddenly, right after the pre-order discount... Oh, we found a box of them. Yeah, Here we exactly. Go. Here we go. Yeah, it, it would... Let me just go in the back. Oh, hey, I didn't know these were here. Yeah, let's Oh, and I guess up. we got to do full price. Oh. Yeah, that's just a, such a shame. Yeah, it, it's... How bad I, was the outrage? I mean, it... Huddle gate levels? Did it get a gate? Amazon it, gate? Yeah, it didn't get, it didn't get a gate. Uh, it was... People noticed it and were just kind of like, oh, Amazon, you're so silly. I still need you for all your services. So, Well, I mean, I think part of it, though, was that at this point, it's about a they did this about a week before the game comes out. So at this point, everyone who is going to pre-order has pre-ordered it from some other place, ah. like because Amazon. So they didn't there wasn't as much of an outrage over it just because 
we've already... is pre-ordering like the thing to do like if friday rolls around can i just go into the store and pick it up oh yeah yeah you'll still be able to pick it up like, but it's you wouldn't get those discounts or whatever the you pre-order for the reason of that you don't just pre-order because i need the like game. i pre-ordered because i'm getting a collector's edition you know those might not be in the store uh people some people so it's not as prevalent now because thankfully publishers are moving away from it because it's annoying but they still do it to a different level they would give you in-game bonuses based on where you pre-ordered the the game from so like uh, gamestop would have a skin yeah or best buy would have a skin or you get an extra mission from like when i buy cds i would sometimes go to best buy because they had extra bonus tracks for best yeah buy. they would do that for games and just have like x and you'd have to pre-order to get uh. that bonus so they do that they still do that but it's not gated to specific stores most of the time. It's usually just a hey, you're going to get these ex- this extra content like if you early access it. or something is a yeah, big thing. Early access isn't a, not is exactly separate? the same. That's oh. different. That's different. Okay. In terms of controversy, somehow that got less attention than Puddlegate did, which was weird. But you know, you can see where gamer priorities are. Like we need Amazon, but fuck these puddles. Yeah, this gets into like again. So with make me a gamer. Listen, why ha- do I want to join these guys again? You have to learn to take the good with the bad, or the bad with the good. I guess I should have let it the other way around. Uh, I think yeah. so. I mean, so these are the types of people not to like stereotype everybody. So what we've talked about today: console wars, pulling out shivs in arcades, and like <laughs> complaining about puddles. Yeah, I, I still feel like I'm winning here, folks. <laughs> All right, but do you want to play Spider-Man? I kind of do, yeah. Then I'm winning, haha. Uh, but I need to buy a I'm console. Not, I, I need to I, do all this hey, stuff the, to get the, the game. The title of this podcast is not Make Me Part of the Gamer Community. This podcast is Make Me a Gamer. And if I get you to play games that aren't mobile games like Candy Crush, then but, I'm hey, hey, not Candy Crush. <laughs> harvey d doesn't harvey z doesn't play with that no it's, there's vikings and wizards and viking shit. candy crush maybe all right uh so that's it um where can they find you harvey z oh crap i forgot it's on twitter at the harvey z no it's not <laughs> damn it i tried to get it so this week folks i actually tried to get the rights to my name i can't get it so you can find me at the z is silent a T H A. So the Z is silent. What do you try to change it to? I would like to get Harvey Z. Harvey hey, Z is totally taken. Harvey Z is taken, huh? Harvey you? Z. So the website, the Gmail accounts, all of that stuff. You can't find me at there. So oh. you're gonna have to find me other places. Did Maybe you try I don't Harvey be Z is silent? Well, that's not true no. at all, though. Is no, it? no. <laughs> Although, as today's story showed, sometimes it pays to be silent. Yeah, true, true. Um, you can find me at T Man Plays Games on Twitter. Uh, you can also find my blog writings at tmanwrites.com. At this point, we should also have our Twitter going for this podcast. Oh. You should be able to find it at Make Me a Podcast. Nice. Yeah. People might get mistaken, and we're not trying to make you into a podcast. Well, but... Make Me a Gamer podcast was too long, and Make Me a Gamer was already taken. Hmm. So, and I didn't want to do with like underscore make me a gamer because that's a little weird. 
and MMA make me G. a gamer pod. Like I don't know, I don't know. Make me a podcast. It like fits okay. right in. Make like, me a gamer podcast. Okay, okay. We'll it wasn't taken, which means we yeah. know that no yeah, one else. Yeah, we got is... it now. Yeah. So, <laughs> screw you guys out there who want to make a podcast. We got that. Yeah, we're making the podcast. We're making you a podcast. Oh. All right. Well, that's it for today. Uh, thanks for listening to us talk about Spider-Man and getting shivved. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Take care.